Ooh, I was like, the camera can tell what I'm lying. So I used Thank to God, method. I wasn't on I that date to, with me last night. <laughs> Good God. Well, I used to method it up. I got to be truthful. One day I said, wait a minute. I lie every day. I said, but Ian, I lie. can tell if you're lying, not <laughs> yeah, me. Not me. Exactly. I'm different. I'm talented. <laughs> right. Exactly. What's acting about except lying? Yeah. That freed me up a whole lot when I realized uh, that. But the last 10 years, the biz has changed uh, dramatically. The technical part is, is definitely... Um, yeah, to me now, it's all, you know, where's my light? Where's the camera? Raise that camera. I used to say, well, we got to have a clean take. And I got to burn one great connected master. Now I'm like, we're going to do four pickups of this line. And it's so technical to me now. It's unbelievable. I learned that a lot from actually from Jack Nicholson on, on Cuckoo's Nest. I was watching, you know, the, it, it's editing. You do sometimes take after take, and then you go sometimes look at the dailies, and you see how minute the differences are. And then they can judiciously edit. I mean, I was working with some people early on because I didn't know better. And I was looking at people and I'd say, my God, when they watch the dailies of this, they're going to really be unhappy because this person's as boring as you could possibly imagine. They're not doing anything. And that was my sin was I felt like I always had to be acting or, you know, or, or doing something. And I guess my question is, sometimes you go to work and you, gotta, you know what you want to do. What do you do when you go to a movie and the director has nothing to offer you? He's really just a traffic cop pointing a camera. My feeling is with movies, I mean, first of all, they get a good part. And the gecko is a great part, you know? And sometimes you get a good part. And, and a, lot of, a lot of pictures I've done where I'm in every single scene and I'm carrying the plot line. Somebody else has got the colorful good part. But I, I always think that if, you, if the picture's cast properly or if you're cast right, I never expect to hear much from a director. You don't? No. The world is so different now. I've got people walking up to me all the time quoting some of the most corrosive lines from Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. They think it's good to talk about the kind of thuggishness of the sales industry when I say, you know, coffee is for closers and you say greed is good. Do you think in our lifetime that that line has changed, greed is good, where people really believe that's true? Well, the affirmation that I got from that villain from that from, community. From that, from, from that community. You know, if I get one more drunken guy from the street going, hey, man, greed is good. You're the man. You're why I got into this business and everything. I go, hey, you know, That's I, what I, I was get. a villain. I got people walking to me drunk in the lobbies of hotels and they're going, come do that speech for us. I'm in sales, baby. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, you don't get it, man. This is like well, Arthur Miller. We're trying to wake you up. But they're like, no, they yeah. don't get it. No, they, they love the accoutrements and, and, uh, and you spoke well. What is your relationship to going to the movies now? Yeah, I'm really embarrassed to say this, but I'm not a moviegoer. I don't see many movies. Why? Um, I waste so much time watching news and sports. Uh, I love watching sports. Because, you know, I can't tell you how it's going to end. My problem with movies, you know, is you get halfway through a movie, and eh, da, 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 da. you see, I was right. I love making movies, but I'm really bad, Alex, when it comes to um, seeing them. When you were younger... Did you always sense you were headed in this direction in some way? No, I never, I never thought I was good. I mean, 
probably a lot of it was resentment as a young kid, my folks getting divorced and both of them being actors, but I never even thought about doing this at all. And I said I was a, like a junior in college. What were you dreaming of doing back then? Nothing, really. I was a hippie, you know. And I mean, in the early 60s, and they took me into the vice chancellor's office. I mean, you're in your third year of college, and you're not in a major. And I'm like, all right, so I guess, you know, drama should be easy. You know, I got both parents. I hung around. My mother was in, did a lot of theater, and so I hung around there. But it was not something I dreamed about. But the success you have now came in stages. When you were younger and you did your early films, you were what you said, the gentle young man. Right. But I wonder in your case, because you eventually played a very tough, very powerful actor on film. So do you think when you were younger, you pulled your punches because you didn't want to step on what you thought was your dad's territory? You didn't want to well, be comp compared to him? First of all, you look at his career. He played the sensitive young man for his first six or seven pictures until he did a movie called The Champion. I just think I was just trying to define who I am because the one problem about being second generation is, you know, you're half of me.